Something Something Dragons, episode 45, Children Are Monsters. Something Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories project. This is our actual play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path. I am your host and game master, Aaron, and with me today, as always, are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello. Heroes. Hello. 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 So when last we saw our heroes, we had left them in the town of Hergstog, where they had encountered two of the children who the townspeople had believed were slain by the Beast of Lepistad, known to the party as Thurl. In reality, these children had been murdered by a wraith of some sort, and the party was facing their undead shades as wraith spawn. They were able to defeat Alan without too much difficulty. Uh, then they found Elsa, who was using her own corpse as a decoy to lead the party into a trap. Which, you know, is a little messed up. A little? It's not right, and it's just not okay. The thing that I really loved about it was the fact that I could tell that every single one of you were like, there's no way that this is actually a healthy, normal child. But we can't not check. <laughs> like, it's, it's that be the best kind of trap where you're like, I know it's a trap, but I can't not walk into it. Mind you, you were able to take her down with her barely getting a single attack off. So uh, that, that, that worked out okay for you guys. I mean, she called me a cheater. She called you a cheater. I can't have that. Yeah. Jaren <laughs> took a little bit of cold damage, but there was no con drain. So, you know, it was all fine. So the party was able to put these two undead to rest. And as they uh, began to examine all of Elsa's home, that was when they realized that their greatest ally against these particular undead was starting to now sink below the horizon line. You so, put it that way, it's really scary. Thank you. <laughs> it's almost Anybody like the cast sunlight. <laughs> yeah, because you guys have a third level divine caster. Oh wait. Shut up. <laughs> Let's go. You don't don't remind us. Actually, when I say third level, I mean capable of casting third level spells, yeah, but... It would have been at this point. Yep. Anyhow, with that realization in mind, I will get some background music going, thanks to our friends at Tabletop Audio. And, yeah, you guys are in Elsa's home with her spirit having been destroyed slash banished back to the boneyard slash no longer undead. Uh, and her corpse is sitting in the bed. What do you guys want to do now? teddy bear and stick it in the bag <laughs> okay and then just cover the body with the blanket okay and then look at everybody it's um, getting Eklund just says in a choked voice we should bury it again uh let's let's not do that while there's no yeah. sunlight and um you know there's still wraith kids running around I think she'll be fine here for now. I don't think she's going anywhere. Eklund just goes, well, we don't know that. Trying to be sarcastic, but also just admitting that, no, we don't know if the wraith, recently possessed wraith child is going to move. <laughs> I mean, if she moves from here, 
then burying her is not really going to do anything because she'll move from there too. Yeah. So, I mean, I think she's fine here for now. I will point out that I'm going to put you guys back on the map of uh, the city map of Hergstag. From Elsa's home, the nearest home of another child, Guard is almost directly to the north, although you'd be going off the trails, meaning it would be harder to find if there were any bear traps left out. Rachel's home is the next closest, and Rachel's home is connected to the church to Desna. Uh, it was her father was actually the priest of the town. I thought we go to the I church think, one. Yeah, I, I just kind of assume we just keep following the what's left of the road. Okay. Yeah. Also, even if she's dead now, we had a priestess of Desna on our side of sorts for an oracle for a while. You did? Maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> just feels a little bit lucky. Okay. I mean, I want to add, we have no guarantee they're going to stay in their houses anymore. As we saw by the, uh... They're definitely not. They don't. No. They definitely don't. Our, our friend out there on the road tells us they definitely don't. Exactly. It's just going to a house... Right now, we still have a likelihood, but we need to be keeping an eye out so that we don't get surprise attacked on the road. Mm -hmm. nods and I th hey, hang on would he be no he was in owl form already so pretend he didn't talk oh right yeah because you don't have the ring so and he's staying in owl form okay he's not gonna expend the use just to talk so he offers he offers a ride to Jaren still big no you're no longer big by the time you guys have okay. finished in Elsa's house and have also searched for the teddy bear uh, you would no longer All right, so hold my arms gonna... out Actually, I'll walk outside and hold my arms out because you're still probably, inside the house, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably don't want to do that inside. Eklund's gonna lift him up and take wing to search for traps and dead children. That's so messed up. <laughs> Sometimes the traps are dead children. That's so messed up. <laughs> don't lie. It's true. Very messed up. I. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a lie. I like hearing. I. So, to Rachel? Uh, sounds good. Let's go. So, you guys are f just gonna follow the road then? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Why don't anyone who would like to look for bear traps? Oh crap, I'm in the lead again. I mean, I think oh, Eklund and I are, uh, in, are flying a little yeah. ahead of no, you guys. Alright, I'm in the lead on the ground for stepping in bear traps. I, it'll be fine. I'm, I'm, it'll be fine. You'll find them. Uh -huh. I'm sure you'll find them. It'll be fine. <laughs> 15, sure. Yeah. Natural one for a 12. I got it. Five. We can do everything but find bear traps. Apparently. <laughs> I got a five. <laughs> I got a 27. I think that's good. Okay. Thank you, Aliris. All right. So you guys are flying ahead. As you get close to where on the map uh, you see that there's the road kind of goes between a house and a barn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eklin and Jaren fly over without seeing it. And just as Lensa is about to put her foot down into the trap, Aliris notices it and is able to go, No, no, don't step there. Hey. Hey. Up your feet from moving. 
imagine Eklund was a little distracted having to remember how to fly carrying someone in a T-pose again. <laughs> <laughs> as you guys are, you know, just as this happens, you hear from the building off to the north? More to the north of, uh, uh, well, no, of the two buildings that are on the road, the one that is to the northern half of it, so, uh, this one. You hear a, aww, as... Oh! Our children just fight. As coming out of the wall... Oh no. That's not... A dog! (laughs) As we're in the shade. Oh, two... Two. Coming out of the walls are two more of the children. These uh, two children are one boy and one girl. Or, no, I'm sorry. These are two girls. It is two girls coming out of the walls. Well, then. Fun. You at least know that they're uh, the other, the final two, I think. Rachel and Karen. Yep. Actually, one of them's a Karen. <laughs> spelled like a normal Karen. Why don't we go ahead and roll for initiative? As they come out being unhappy with you. Another natural one! <gasps> you took my luck! Not a great day. We'll get them out now. I, I forgot to ones. select my token, but I got 12. I also forgot to select my token, but I also got 12. And, um, well, <laughs> that's. That's unfortunate. Natural one for a six! Oh boy. I was expecting to be last. Wow. I was... I thought I got rid of the ones. Nope, they're just multiplying. Gave one to me and kept the other for safekeeping. Alright, so Ekron has an eight. Jaren has a 24. Lensa has a six. Azatha had a 12. And Aliris had a 12 as well. I'm pretty sure Aliris has a higher bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, Jaren, you are up on Owlback as you see... Um, or not no, Owlback, I'm not. I guess you're, you're, you're dangling in out from Owl Talons as you yep. see these two children coming out of the walls. The one that is to the... The one coming out of the larger building uh, seems to be floating up towards the two of you. The other one seems to be moving towards your three friends on the ground. What would you like to do? Okay, I knew they hovered, but I didn't know they could fly. Oh, they can absolutely fly. Okay. Um, there goes all my I plans. can't really do anything. Do you wish to delay until Eklund drops uh, you? I mean... Or you could ready in case one of them flies up and gets within reach. Um, yeah. Uh, if... I'm gonna use my move action. Okay. To activate another use of... Of martial flexibility? Yeah, there we go. At some point I'll remember what it's actually called. <laughs> when I go to say it. To once again... Take spring attack. Okay. And then you wish to ready with your standard action? Yes. Okay. If the if the one floating up towards us gets within range, I'm going to kick it in the face. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, at that point, Rachel is going to fly up within reach of you guys. And um, Jaren, your ready to action can go off before she completes her attack. 
That's not good. I don't think so. That's a 13 to hit. A 13 will not strike the Wraith Child as you kick out at her. And she just kind of floats around you with a giggle and plunges her hand up towards the big bird carrying you. Oh, dear. Eklund, will a 23 hit your touch AC? No, that will hit my normal AC. <laughs> All right, you will take four points of negative energy damage, and I need a fortitude save. <laughs> this wraith in particular. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, I'm down ten hit points now. Yeah, you're fine. You'll live forever. And I'll live forever. Yeah, I swear to God. Let's <laughs> run back when I have to do something else. Yes. Yeah, and I got a ten, so. All right, you are going to take two points of Constitution Drain. Yikes. What does that do? Yeah, drain is like damage. So first. on your character sheet, just listed as uh, two points uh, negative under your temporary modifier. But oh, the, hot garbage. The bigger issue is that changes your modifier, so you are also going to be down five hit points because your con modifier is down by one. And, this wraith in particular. I'm gonna kill it. Uh, you can try. Um, and I need a fly check because you've taken damage while flying. Uh, uh, D of errors right here. The thirteen. Okay. I fall out of the sky. Jaren, would you like to give me an acrobatics check to have the damage from your falling? Nope. I will not be riding owl anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> how high would you have been flying? I'm guessing probably about twenty feet. No, I'm holding Jaren, so closer to the ground because of his weight, and I don't want to drop him from 20 feet, so between 10 and All right. 15. Alright. His feet are probably head height with probably Alaris. Eklund, you will take three points of falling damage. And but you I'm just are... getting, my, I'm getting my feathery butt handed to me. And you are prone because you have fallen. Uh, Jaren, you are able to as Eklund falls oh, baby. Sky, you're able to tuck and roll. Not a great first turn for the party. The other Wraith child is going to come flying out of the wall, right up to Azatha, who is the person closest to her. Lovely. And she is going to reach out and say, You don't look right. I think you're playing hide-and-seek. She can see through your hat. Um, and she's going oh, yeah. to touch you. Oh, no. Will a 15 hit your touch AC? Um, no! Woo! You oh, are yeah. able to avoid Karen's touch as she reaches out to grab you. That's Karen. All right, kid. Not today. <laughs> Alaris, you're up. Okay. What can I do? Oh, right. The axe. You have an axe. Can just straight up charge in at this child, and well, I mean it's already dead, so technically it's not murder. I will They're not point really out a kid. That if you can move, you have enough movement that you could move around to the back of her. So in I which can case flank. You'll be set up for a flank for next turn. So I can just. Well, you can't flank right now because Azatha doesn't have a weapon in her hand. But you can at least be in a position so that your one of your teammates can set you up to flank next turn. Yes, that sounds good. Okay. 
So no flank this turn, so no sneak attack, but you are set up for it next turn. And you can still go ahead and make an attack roll. Oh, nice. Okay. A ghost touch hand axe. Yep. I'd, uh, that's a 14. A 14 will not hit the ghost child. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. All right. Azatha. Alrighty. I am. Even if I cast a spell this round, will I still be giving a like? You'd have to have a weapon in your hand, which you could do, but if you stay right there, then you'll either have to cast defensively or you will provoke an attack of opportunity from the ghost child. So you I might you might want to five foot step that. away and let Lenza give the flank. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll do that. Oh yep, hey, you're gonna do that real quick. You hey, do Lenza. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you take over here? Okay. Why do you? All right. So I will cast disrupt undead yet again at the child. That reminds me something. I would like to go back and retcon to remind. Um, Jaren. Oh no, Jaren missed. Never mind. Uh, we had forgotten last episode that you guys all are are all benefiting from the seance bonus. So everyone but Azatha and Lenza has plus two to damage from the seance bonus. Uh, Zatha gets plus two to spell damage, and Lenza is able to talk to people better. So, yes, go ahead and cast your spell. I just didn't want you guys to forget about the plus two damage. Oh, wow, that is a 23 to hit. A 23 will strike the Wraith Child's touch AC. And then that's three damage, plus two is five. Five, because it is boosted by your seance bonus and yes alright so the ray flies out striking Karen it burns away some of her shadowy ectoplasmic form but she is still very much in this fight Eklund what would you like to do I'm gonna murder a child again I mean I'm assuming your first action is gonna be to get up off the ground yes okay that's half my speed right uh, no, it is, I mean, it's your move action to get to your feet. Oh, man. I know if I get on a spiel about 5e, I'm probably going to lose some more hit points. So anyway. Um, <laughs> so Eklund's going to... he go both claws because he technically didn't move? No, because you had to take a move action to get back up off the ground. Help. <sighs> but you can get one. Here goes nothing. 14. A 14 will not strike the ghost child as she hovers just over your reach and laughs out. I just suck today. <laughs> uh, Lenzo, what do you want to do? Uh, just cast, um, we'll try to activate the wand and step into the flank. Okay. Give me your use magic device check. It has a plus two because... Because charisma, yeah. Here. Oh, now I roll a good 21, uh, 23. Okay, that is enough to activate the wand. You can go ahead and step into the flank. You can go ahead and touch her, too. I mean, the touch is part of the... Let's do it, then. I'm gonna miss. 21. That will strike. Go ahead and hey. roll the 1d8 plus 1 points of healing damage. Ooh. Okay. So you touch her for not a whole lot of effect, but uh, that does set you up for the flank for Illyris. Uh, that will end round one. Yes. We just finished round one in which Eklund took almost 10 damage. No, I think he took like 15, didn't you? 
because you took 10 uh, damage. 45 to 27. Yeah, yeah, you're right, 15. Yeah, you took 10 damage from the touch, and then you fell. More damage from the touch. Uh, anywho. In any case, it wasn't a great round for the party, but uh, hopefully round two will turn it around, and... Uh... Sure. There's only one way to find out. Yep. So, Jaren, you are up. What would you like to do? Other than beat the crap out of Rachel. Oh, I'm gonna... This is Rachel. I'm, I'm gonna be like, you are in trouble, young lady. <laughs> You're going and to then scold the ghost child? I'm going to scold the ghost child. I'm going to pull a ninth doctor and tell it to go to its room. Oh Dear. my god, yes! <laughs> Thank okay. you. Thank you for referencing that. Is that a flavor go to the room, or are you actually going to take a turn trying to intimidate it into no, going no, no. to the room? It, it go to... You are in trouble, young lady. And then I'm going to move. Okay. So, I'm going to move specifically in this pattern because I need to. Right. Punch it. As I say, go to your room. And then so... I'm moving at a slight, like, you know, moving back and then back in, kind of like, I guess, kind of like a boxer. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see if punching it actually happens. Lens is, like, over here, like, no, I'm not letting you around children. Got it. It's on high. That would be a 25 to hit. A 25 will strike, said Ghost Child. Okay. Um, that is... Because if I told you it missed, you guys would be mad at me. I would, I would leave. <laughs> and so would Jaren. <laughs> so that is 11 magical bludgeoning damage. Did you add in my bonus? Yes, that okay. is why it's 11. Double jacking. <laughs> Do one thing for you guys right now. <laughs> and because you are a shadow hunter, that will all get through. Yep. And then I will finish my move here. Okay. So I kind of, you know, bounce get a little squirrely, her. bounce around, punch her, tell her to go to her room, and then move away. Ha, squirrel. Now I have the empty child stuck in my head. Well, that takes us then to Rachel, who is mm -hmm. going to not appreciate having been punched, and say, Oh, we're playing tag. I understand this game. Uh -oh. oh. She will five-foot step forward. And will attempt Jaren is to... also going to give Eklund, as he's moving, a very pointed look of get out of the way. And she's going to attempt to poke you in the eye. Oh, Ew, cool. Stop it. No. Cheating in tag. You don't poke eyes in tag. She doesn't know how the game works. You shouldn't poke no. eyes. You don't poke eyes. Well, they're not very nice children. I will say they're that... Not kids. <laughs> Uh, I will tell you that uh, the uh, hand, as it pokes out at you, maybe she, because of your bouncing and whatnot, it comes nowhere near you. So Okay. I'm not even going to tell you the number, because I'm 100% sure that that will miss your touch, AC. It's embarrassing. The, the, I do have a question about that. Uh -huh. um, the bonus to, because I have a plus four bonus to my AC against incorporeal and partially real things. Okay. That gets added to my That should be added correct? to your touch as well, yes. Okay. Then my I will just go ahead and tell you that at the moment against these things, my uh -huh. touch is 20. Nice. Well, then, yes, she came nowhere near you. That's higher than my normal. 
Meanwhile, Karen, over on the other end of the field, well, not other end of the field, I guess you guys are only about 50 feet apart, but it's a big map, so it looks very far away to me. Karen is... doesn't really love being between Illyris and uh, Lensa. Understandable. On the other hand, Illyris missed her, and Lensa just poked her with a stick that actually hurt, and sticks shouldn't hurt her right now. It didn't want and she will even say, I don't like sticks that can touch me. And she is going <laughs> to attempt to grab the stick. Which just is the special effect of how she's doing her incorporeal touch attack on you. Rude. I don't like um, children attacking my friends. Oh god. Um, no did you just get a freaking natural 20? I did not get a natural 20. I got a natural 19. Alright, yes, yeah, so you hit. Shut up. Uh, so that will be four points of negative energy damage, and I need a fortitude save. Because, you know, elves are good at that. Fortitude! Because, you know, the psychic spellcaster elf! Fortitude. Fortitude. Yeah. forever. Ten. I do not fortitude. You do not. Uh, you will take one more point of constitution drain. You know what? I can take one more without anything happening. Good for you. So she's... So she sticks her hand right through your palm, and you can just feel the chills flowing down through your veins as some of your immortality almost feels like it's being drained away from you. I'm not immortal. No, you're not, but as far as every other race on Galarian is concerned, you might as well be. The Shopti? Well, the Shopti actually are immortal, so. Yeah, so they don't. I thought Gathlanes were too, unless they die! Live for a long time. They're also not really a race, they're kind of constructs. Lyris, you are up. What would you like to do? Uh, maybe I'll try to kill the ghost child again. That seems Even though, wise. Uh, they have expressly stated that they do not like that. <laughs> hey, uh, Lyris, what weapon are you using? A hand axe? The uh, one that just double checking. Yeah, hey, alright, double checking. Oh, that's a 28. I think that's good. That is, and actually that is a 30 because you are flanking. Yeah. Oh, of course. So, uh, a 30 will hit the ghost child for <laughs> how much damage? Uh, three. Slashing. Is that including your bonus from the seance? I don't know. No, it's not. She's flanking. What about sneak attack? I'm, I'm, we're getting to that. Um, so, it will be five points of slashing damage that we'll all get through because it is a ghost touch weapon. And because it is a ghost touch weapon, go ahead and roll your sneak attack damage. I will. Is an eight good? It's not bad. Obviously, the point three points of bleed does not affect the ghost child, but it's because not. it doesn't bleed. Because it doesn't bleed. But uh, yeah, no, that's a that was a fairly telling hit. That was. It is leaking ectoplasm, though. Yeah, I mean that's, uh, <laughs> that was all told thirteen points of damage to the ghost child, so nothing to sneeze at. Hmm. Do you wish to take a move action? I'm guessing probably not, but... Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Azatha, you are up. Alrighty. I'm probably gonna stick with um my... Probably the only useful thing I can do at the moment. Just gonna step back a ways. I mean, you do and have more powerful yeah. spells. Magic missile... Well, well, yeah, yes, fair. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, magic missile will affect ghosts, by the way. Right. 
Will its damage be halved or anything, or because it's magic, it will? So magic damage would be halved, but force damage does specifically still hit uh, incorporeal undead. So magic missile would hit for full damage. Oh, okay, that is good to know. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think we'll do that this time. Okay. Magic missile, but I think I'm gonna have um, each of the missiles directed at one of the kids. Okay. Yeah, probably the first one at the one right in front of me. Alright. And that is... Um, that uh, did not roll the hit. Yeah, magic missile always hits. Oh! I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Well, four, first is four force damage, second is three. Okay, so that turns into six and five. So two glowing purple shards fly out of Azatha's hands, striking both of the children, and four black soulless eyes all whip around and turn to stare at you. Okay! Uh, uh, maybe, maybe... I'm sure it's fine. (laughs) As long as your part, as long as your friends kill them before it gets around to their turn, I'm sure you'll be fine. Eklund, you're up. All right, two pairs of green, normally lidless eyes turn toward the uh, this one, Rachel. I think I'm gonna five step into a flank and then go with both uh, both talons. A 20 and a 29, uh, adjusted 22 and 31 with the flank for 9 damage on each. Uh, those will both hit, so that becomes 11 damage each because of the because of your seance bonus. Uh, that only does half damage, but that's still 11 damage. That's still 11 damage that gets through. So that is uh, certainly a telling hit on uh, on Rachel, who uh, who shrieks out, says, "I don't like birds. Go away." <laughs> Uh, Eklund just basically just shouts as many insults as he can get out in Bird before his turn ends. So you're speaking Bird, no one knows what you're saying. Um, Really loudly at her. (laughs) But it it does sound, it sounds like an owl trying to scream like a human. (laughs) Okay, Lensa. Hi, I'm gonna try to activate the wand, I guess, and hit it again. I don't think I succeed. Your total? 16. Yeah, 16 will not activate the wand, so you kind of tap it and shake it and say, How do you turn this thing on? Is it small? Crap. Uh, where was it anyway? I'm to pull up the king, so I can at least smack it with that. I mean, you could. Trying to use the wand was your standard, but you could draw the cane and have it in your yeah, hand and ready. That's a good idea, just so I can still provide the flanking. Okay. Alright, so you will draw your cane. That takes us to the top of round three, Ian. Jaren, you're up. There's a big feathery friend giving you a flank bonus. Yep, yep. I'm going to, uh, I'm I'm not going to move this time. I'm just going to, I'm going to attempt to beat the ectoplasm out of this ghost. Okay. <laughs> All right. And boop. Um, that is a 24 on the first hit, which is actually a 26. That will strike. That is... 13 magical bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, well, then the good news is you have a move action because you will not need to uh, full attack because your first punch will destroy what is left of poor Rachel. 
Cool. Oh, Rachel! Rachel's just trying to kill us all. Mm. All right. Really, she was only trying to kill you. <laughs> then I will uh, move down field okay. toward the other ghost. Okay. And I will actually go. You're going to your room next. <laughs> so I'm, that's like running <laughs> down toward them. This is a look of that's not how you send children to their rooms. <laughs> I'm never letting you around children again. The now Karen has issues because she 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 really did not like that axe, but she also really doesn't like that magic. But I think she's going to try to uh, do something about the weird fox lady with the axe. So she is going to five foot step and oh. attempt to reach out and touch Hilaris. That's nice. Oh yes, yes it is. Will a 16 hit your touch AC? <sighs> Will it? I don't know. I think it's going to be right on the edge. Probably. I'm still not sure how the whole touch AC thing works. So it's next to your normal AC and it says touch. No, uh, it says 17 next to it. So. Oh, well then, uh, a 16 will not hit you. Oh, it makes sense. Your dex is most of uh, her. Uh, most of her armor class comes from her dexterity, and her dexterity is very high. Yeah. So. How high is it? Twenty. Too many cooks. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> he um, is a rogue. And then she, <laughs> and then she has dodge as a feat, and then she has a ring of deflection. So yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, you're you're fine. You're 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 yeah okay. So she reaches out to touch you, does not succeed. I do not think Karen is going to be around for another round of combat. Um, <laughs> Alira, sure up. Or don't say yeah. that. Now she's going to be. I mean, the downside is you're no longer in the flank, so you're not going to be able to. I guess I'll first. use my axe again. They're like, oh, you want this? Oh, here you go. Just going to attack the child. I mean, if I do anything else don't know what else I would do. I could always just, you know, turn tail and run, but you guys probably wouldn't like if yeah, I did that. Don't. If you leave us behind, I lose influence. I, I get influenced. The only, the only other, the only thing I could possibly suggest is that you could delay and see if someone steps into a flank and then you could take your, at your attack then, but... No, you know what? I think I'm going to swing the hand axe at the dead child now. Okay, go ahead. A 15? A 15 will exactly hit the dead child. Oh. Am I allowed to use sneak attack or is that only a flanking thing? Uh, it's a flank or if they were surprised or unaware of you. Fair. So you will not get your sneak attack okay. on this, but you do get your full damage and remember to add two for the seance bonus. Yay. So how much is that? What I rolled now plus two? Yep. Um, that would be 17, I believe. Wait, no, or is no, that just, for the damage? Just the damage. <laughs> oh, okay, then that's four. Hey, but it all gets through, so that's not bad. Hey. All right, so you cut into it, carving away more of its ectoplasm. It, uh, Karen is looking fairly wispy in the uh, pale, pale early evening twilight. Azarfa, you're up. Kill the child. Kill, kill the child. Um, I will attempt to do just that and cast another magic missile backing up even further because, oh boy, I got their attention now. Yep. So you could take a full move at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
but I I still don't want to be like too far away. Sure, makes sense. Um, yeah. And both the yeah yeah both the ghosts are still up, so I'm going to do the same thing as last round. Uh, no, there's only one ghost now. Oh wait wait she's gone. Oh never yeah yeah mind. I punched I'll the other one back to it. its room. Right yeah all right yeah, so then both of the these go the one ghost. So that's um five force and seven. Okay, so seven force damage. Ouch. Ouch. Karen is still there, but only just barely. Uh, Eklund. Uh, oh god, I'm... You're fairly far away, but you, you've got 60 foot of fly speed, so you could get there in a move. So Eklund swoops down here, I guess. Okay. To, uh... Could he move into a flank? Yeah, you have enough. I can't make the ruler turn corners, so I'm gonna need someone else to tell me. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you've got, what, 60 feet of movement? Six, yes, 60 fly. 80 is my yeah, I think you could. I think you can get there in a, in, you could get to the behind for the flank. Okay. And here goes. If I get a natural one, I will probably hit my head on the keyboard. That's probably not helpful. Interesting. 20! It's a 20 with a 22 from flanking for 9 damage adjusted. Okay, uh, 22 will strike, 9 adjusted, or nine, 9 points of magical slashing damage. Halved becomes 5, which is enough to destroy Karen. Nice! the Karen today. And the other ghostly child is ripped to pieces and fades back into the ether. Fun! Oh, those kids are grounded. <laughs> gives a <clears throat> triumphant hoot that people peters off into a kind of a feeble noise as he looks at himself and realizes, oh, he took some damage. You did. You're, you're in the heat of battle. He was like, this is awesome. And then he's like, oh my god, I'm like missing all of my stamina. <laughs> Darren's gonna come over and like point at your general underbelly area and go, you're missing some feathers. He gives Sharon a, a look like, mention it again, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, he... Looking a little desiccated there, my friend. Um, <laughs> he only flies about ten feet up now, and he's... He's still in the lead, but he's not offering rides, and he's sort of flapping we more weakly. Well, actually, actually, before you go up, I would be like, hey, come on, here for a sec, at least have one of us heal you before we continue. Yeah, like, how much of it is con damage, and, like, t damage you took? He's taken five from con, and I don't know how much otherwise. So, right, until the con damage is healed, your maximum hit points are reduced by that five. What can heal the con damage? What can heal the con damage? Uh, the spell Restoration. But I can heal what's not con damage. Yes. Yeah. Which can we should probably do. possibly a potion to. of Lesser Restoration work? Nope. No. Not it's Lesser full. Restoration. Dang. It has to be actual Restoration. Yep. Alrighty. Yeah, Good Drain is a pain in the hiney. Yeah, alright, so uh, do I need to roll all the different spell crafts? Or... No. I'm going to assume that out of combat you can make the wand work. His physical wounds are healed, but he still looks like he's had a decent amount of the crap kicked out of him. 
Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I was gonna say, Lens is in the same boat. Can I get a boop with, with that? Well, in that case, I will, um, shoot some fire at Lenza, but of course alert her first. <laughs> Be like, oh, here, wait, c come here for a second, I got a healing thing. Don't worry, it won't actually burn you. Okay. So she blasts you with heavenly fire, and you will heal four. Oh, thank you, heal what the ghost said to me. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Alright. I think we should, we still need to go to, uh, the house we were headed to. Are we going to Rachel's house? You were. Yes, we were going to Rachel's house, but we need to look to see if we can find some personal effects to take with us. Because we still need, we do still also need to see if we can talk to one of these kids to find out where we need to look for this wraith. I'm just thinking, Echo could speak all these bird languages. I'm just imagining him like trying to talk to birds and they're like oh my god he's got such an accent because he's trying like imagine him trying to talk to like a chicken or something but he has an owl accent that's just funny i don't know why it's funny to me okay so on to rachel's house do do we want to talk to rachel to see is rachel the one we want to talk to to see where the wraith sure. is sure all right all right we continue to rachel's house okay we need to save elsa and probably karen for the court Yes, I have Elsa in the bag. Well, her teddy so bear. So many things wrong with that. I have her teddy bear in the bag, and not <laughs> actually Elsa. <laughs> yes, I don't say it like that. I mean, we could have put her in the bag, but I mean, I hate to say this, but I do have a handy haversack, so we could theoretically so do fit I. the body. And she's in already the bag. dead. <laughs> Let's stop this conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and give me, everyone give me a perception check as you are making your way over towards Rachel's house, which, like I said, is also connected to the chapel to Desna. I'm sure this will be fun. Yep, we're very, we are so good at perception. We're getting better. I got better. It's 19. I got a 30. I got a 20. Okay. I also got a 10. So, Eklund, you are able to fly up, uh ahead and forward enough that you can see that there do not appear to be any tra any bear traps between here and Rachel's house. You don't see any Yay. signs of movement elsewhere within the... within view, anyways, but it's also now getting dark. Now, you have dark vision, but everyone else is going to start having issues with uh, visibility. I have my Iun torch out. Okay. I can cast no. light, I think. He has right. a light bulb. Okay. All good things. So when you get... Up to Rachel's house, you will see that, you know, much like the other homes, it is also falling into ruin, but there is also a all-white, white, uh, whitewashed building that is surrounded by gravestones. Oh boy, there's a bunch of undead around here. I vote we avoid the graveyard. You can see that, uh, there is one grave that has been dug up. I know who used to be in there. I'm hoping you? you know who used to be in there. Looking into the uh, chapel, because the doors are open, you can see that the pews are overgrown, some of the windows are smashed. There is a font of water, but it is already beginning to turn green. And on the walls, you can see what no doubt were beautiful frescoes uh, depicting Desna and the heavens, but they've already begun to flake off. Oh, cool. Somebody's gonna need to repair this place. <laughs> If you look around, it is 
easy to pick out the graves of the children because they're the most recent graves and there are gravestones that have their names and dates. Although you are aware that uh, only Elsa's and Karen's graves would have had bodies in them. Right. Because the other bodies weren't found. Right. Elsa's uh, grave is the one that is dug up and is empty. Imagine that. (laughs) So shocked. So we will look around in the, the house portion of Rachel's house. Okay. And look for something connected to Rachel. A book, a toy. Sure. So... I'm going to just go ahead and give it to you guys. Uh, As you dig around looking through, underneath uh, a bed, you see a locket made of tin that has uh, etched into the clasp, um, not the clasp, but into the opening of the locket to my daughter. Oh. Oh. Okay. We'll hand that over to Linsa. Be like, I guess we should, uh, we should get on with this. Well, I want to say, Eklund walks into the church briefly, the church part, and uh, says in, well, owl thinking, owl, like, he, he kind of, he stops flying in front of the, probably some kind of altar, and then dips his head and thinks a quick prayer to keep Talia's soul safe, wherever it is. Uh, Eklund, give me a perception check. Hot garbage. What did I just do? Woo, getting attacked in a church. Fifteen. Fifteen? There are two things that you're going to notice. The first is that as you move past the water, although there is, like I said, kind of a greenish film over the water, you still just have a sense of calm and peacefulness as you move past it. Mm. The second thing you notice is there are mice who have made a nest in that altar, and they look awfully tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Have a snack. Eklund's not going to eat church mice. What kind of a monster do you think he is? Hungry one. Who might be hungry? (laughs) I'm not going to say he isn't tempted, but... Alright, Lensa, you're going to channel the uh, the spirit connected to the locket and hope that it's Rachel? You can just do it. Alright, do you guys know what you want to ask? Remember, you got six questions. Honestly, I have no idea. The first thing we have to do is make sure it's Rachel. And then this, I, I think we just, after that, go straight to where were you, where did you die? Where were you, where did the the spooky thing get you? Okay. I mean, I mean, I guess we could ask what killed her just to be sure. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. If we have enough maybe we, questions, we might The first know? thing we do is make sure it's Rachel. Second thing we do is ask what killed her. And then the third thing we ask is, where did it happen? Okay. Big game of Clue. Lensa holds the locket, opens her mind to the other side. Her eyes roll back into her head. You know, the, when they, they're kind of a white, milky film, which you guys have all learned to mean that she is channeling the dead. And uh, what do you want to say? Rachel, is that you? Yes. How... How did you die? I was in the woods, looking for the beast to the north of town. Hmm. I think we need to ask, how did you know the beast? 
So, how did you know the beast? He was Elsa's friend. He lived in the abandoned house near the lake. Hmm. So, what killed you? The shadow. He called himself Swan. Brother Swan. It's not creepy at all. <laughs> did you say Brother Swarm? Brother Swarm. I'm just uh, taking notes, so I wanted to make sure I wrote it down properly. We have one more question. One more. Do we have something specific we want to ask? Anyone? I had one, but it just went out of my head. Uh, give me a sec. <laughs> oh, my my thought was, do you remember being a wraith? Because I want to know if she remembers, like, you know, killing her. Jaren will go ahead and ask that. We'll pretend that Jaren had that thought. <laughs> Because, you know, the owl can't ask. <laughs> so, do you remember what happened after you died? Do you remember being a really mean ghost? Yes. No. Sort of. It was like a bad dream. A nightmare. Tell the bird I'm sorry. Hmm. And Lensa's eyes clear and roll back to her. Well... That was useful. We have a name. We have a name now. Does that does that name mean anything to anyone? Uh, what name? Uh, brother Swarm. Brother Swarm. Remember, Lensa doesn't know anything that she says while she's being channeling. Yeah, Jaren will fill in the information that we got. I will allow anyone who wishes to give me a knowledge local or a knowledge religion check to see if that means anything to you. Okay, I think I have local. I do both. Twenty for knowledge local. Got an eighteen on religion. Uh, twenty three on religion, fifteen local. Got a thirteen on local. Be over here with nothing but knowledge nature. <laughs> so with the highest religion was Lensa with a twenty three. The name doesn't mean anything to you specific. Like there's no specific type of undead that. It's not like that's a category of undead, so the the name doesn't mean anything to you based on that. Jaren, with your 20 on Knowledge Local, you're pretty sure you've heard that name in children's songs uh, at some point when you were passing through Ustalov, but nothing specific. Oh boy. The last children's song we heard sent us through a murderous prison with murderous ghosts that did murder one of us. Yep. Children's songs tend to be about pretty horrific things, so... They really do. They do. London is falling down. So, we can stop singing the plague song. And... (laughs) Jaren will be like, okay, so we need to deal with these other kids. And get, you know, gather their bits if we can... Their, you know, connection if we can. So that we can take them into court in case in case we need more than one. But it sounds like we've got two things, two other things besides the kids to deal with, because we should definitely check out where the beast lived, where Thurl lived. Yeah. Because who knows what we might find in there. Uh, and it sounds like the that is in the same, which is probably in the same direction as the woods that, Rachel died in because, like, she said she was going there when the wraith attacked her. 
So yep. maybe two birds, one stone. Sorry. <laughs> so I, the GM's going to briefly step in to prevent a wild goose chase. He was looking for the beast north of town, but the lake is in the southern part of town, and that was his home. You could okay. possibly infer that that meant that he wasn't in his home, so she was out looking for him. Okay, I the 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 way the question the way the questions ran into each other. I thought she was going to his house when the race. So they're they're in opposite directions. Yeah. Um, okay. You guys are on the Herbstog map right now, right? Yeah. So if you zoom out, the abandoned house would probably be down here at the uh, southeast corner, or not southeast corner, but kind of the southeast edge of the borders of the town. I mean, it's not really a lake, but you know, for from the perspective of an eleven-year-old child, it might might as well be. I mean, it looks big enough to be a small lake because it looks bigger than a pond. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's three hundred feet across, so small lake. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, I caught up. These are squares that are very big. Yeah, the squares are 50 feet. Creek or river or whatever that is feeds into it, so yeah. I think that's technically a lake. Yeah. Anywho, uh, <laughs> but yeah, she was killed in the woods north of town. Okay, so opposite direction. Yeah. We should still check both of those things out, though. Probably, yes. but I just wanted to make sure that you guys didn't Yeah. go down the wrong rabbit holes. Um, all right, so we deal with the kids first? Yes, but I don't want to let go of this water thing just yet. The water, I feel like it's magic, so... You get, you get, well, drink it, see what happens. He sniffs it first. Well, he's like, not, he's water. not, he lived in the woods 70 years. He's not stupid. Right. Can I detect magic? Yeah, if you find him, you find him in there, he's looking at the whatever the font i'll message kinda... him he can't respond he can respond to a message if it's psychic oh that's true that's that's it's that's telepathy sure what are you doing water is makes me feel calm when i'm near it i'll be right there it's either good magic or just a walk off and we're all like where are you going <laughs> uh, just who loudly so i can find you I mean, again, Rachel's house is literally connected to the. South. So yeah, all right. Where's the weird water? Let's go. Okay. Yeah, you you easily find him, and um, if you detect magic, it, it there is divine uh, abjuration magic coming from it. Nice spellcraft. Uh, sure. Or you can knowledge religion. Uh, twenty-one spellcraft. It's holy, it's holy water. water, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it's holy water. Do we have vials? I'm sure you guys have some empty vials and canteens Could and we, whatnot. I don't know, get some nice holy water bombs? Yes, you can, there's enough holy water that you could, uh, fill five vials. Gee, I don't know, ghosts don't like holy water, so, uh... Yep. Karen's gonna go, oh! And he's just gonna pull out two bottles, two, two little bottles, and goes, I, I have some of that already. Smart. More holy... No one ever died. I kind of forgot. Sorry. All right. So That's as fine. the party is filling up their bottles of holy water, um, we will leave them there and we will pick up here next time. How do I not so, have holy water? I think you had some and used it. I guess. Uh, in any case, we'll figure out offline who, how, how, 
how we're splitting up those five vials of holy water. And, as always, keep an eye open for mimics, never feed a goblin, and something something dragons. Something something dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Carrion Crown Trial of the Beast was written by Richard Pett. If you like what you're hearing, come check out our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at the Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at Untold Stories Project, or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.